Hello and welcome back to the Doc Buddy Journal. I'm your host. We're recording this episode today, Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. Got a little housekeeping before we get into the meat of the episode. We are getting into trade show season in earnest here at Doc Buddy. We'll be at Tasks next week. That is the Texas Ambulatory Surgery Center Society annual conference and capital day happening March 6th through 8th. And you can stop by booth number 31 to meet some of the Doc Buddy team, maybe grab a refreshment like a Celsius energy drink, something like that. And more importantly, get a demo of our OpNote solution. OpNote is the only technology that allows for the instant generation of op reports reducing surgery documentation burden, and remove delays from your ASC's revenue cycle. And as always, be sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or both so that you can always listen to the newest episode of Doc Buddy Journal. And earlier I mentioned that we're recording this episode. Today we're joined by Doc Buddy founder and CEO Andy D'Agostino once again to discuss some of the ASC headlines that caught our eye this week. Andy, how you doing? I'm doing great, Eric. How are you doing today? Oh, no complaints. It's a beautiful summer day already here in Miami, not to rub it in. <laughs> I'm, uh, needless to say, I'm ready for spring uh, coming from Denver, Colorado. Spent some time in New York uh, this week and uh, got to see snow. I guess we brought the snow with us, but I'm back. Sun is shining and uh, I'm jealous of your, uh, of your mango tree weather out in Miami. Yeah, we're we're gonna have a haul. We are gonna have an absolute bounty of mangoes this season. <laughs> Always something to look forward to. I love it. So thanks for carving out a little bit of your uh, of your very busy travel week to join the podcast. Like I said, there was a couple of ASC headlines that caught our eye. Nearly the the first one from ASC Focus: New research shows rapid shift of total joint surgeries to outpatient. Like this, this isn't news to you or I. I know we've been tracking and trending this over the last handful of years. Um, but a stat that was uh, kind of eye popping to me was that the Journal of Arthroplasty uh, shared that the proportion of elective total joint arthroplasties, or TJAs for short, uh, the proportion of these elective TJA patients who experienced same day discharge in 2021 was more than 30%. And that's up from less than 1% of patients undergoing elective PJA in 2017. So that's obviously an insane increase um, in that rate. So we've gone from same-day discharge being a literal outlier to about a third of cases. And that's, you know, you and I have discussed this at length. That's a great thing for patients and their outcomes, not to mention just convenience to not have to spend any time in the hospital. Uh, but what I found especially interesting was the conclusion in this article that the authors assert that the pandemic, COVID, obviously, the pandemic accelerated trends in elective TGA surgery that were already occurring in the years prior. These trends include reduction in length of stay and discharge to skilled nursing facilities, SNFs, and increases in proportion of patients experiencing same-day discharge. This, we'll wrap this quote up here in a second. The authors conclude that the trends observed in the study are likely permanent and uh, replacing pre-pandemic related aberrations. Kind of stating the obvious here now, obviously, with the, uh, the advantage of hindsight, 
Um, but what are you seeing for the, the shift in procedures from inpatient to outpatient? No, Eric, you, you hit it on the head. It is, it's incredible to see just the, the ability. And, and for one example, the orthopedic world shifting from inpatient to outpatient. Uh, now with our, the number of outpatient procedures, over 50% of outpatient procedures are now being done in the ASC. The demand for efficiency in the ASC is, has never been um, more pressing. And if you look at just big picture, um, obviously your, your stat talking about same day discharge, that is, that affects the whole healthcare supply chain, starting with the patient, which is most important. We want to make sure that that patient's well taken care of, but that they can also, um, provide that care, that quality of care where they can be discharged. It just, and lowers that, that, that cost to healthcare as a whole, um, you know, the demand for efficiency in the ASC is really, there's, there's a lot of headwinds that we're seeing with that. Uh, obviously, with we, we've talked about this before, but paper workflows in the ASC uh, are causing an inefficiency. Um, the cost and shortage of labor, staff labor, administrative, and then the nursing um, clinical support, that is, uh, there, there's, a, there's a huge cost and shortage there. And then just inflated supply costs, just the ability to get supplies, but then just that, that demand of receiving those, those supplies is all, are all headwinds to that efficiency that we're aspiring in the ASC. And so uh, looking at just big picture, we've got uh, an opportunity to really change the game in the ASC as we will continue to see demand go from inpatient to, to outpatient. I read a Becker's article yesterday and it talked about 10 new procedures uh, going from inpatient only to, uh, to the outpatient world. And so, um, or being removed from the inpatient only list. And most of those are new cardio procedures, which I think is really exciting. Uh, but we've, saw, we've seen the big shift from the orthopedic world uh, for a total knee and a total hip here over the last you know, three, four years. And it's better for everyone involved. Uh, you know, this article talked about uh, for the ASC and this whole shift from inpatient to outpatient, it is all about cost and efficiency. And if you look at the parties that are aligned, uh, that stat is a great example. But all the parties, starting with the patient, uh, with the provider, uh, it, it makes so much sense for the provider and then to the payer. So all the parties are aligned with taking these procedures from inpatient to outpatient. And we're at DocBuddy, we're excited to be able to to really bring technology and to bring innovation into the ASC uh, as this growth continues. And Andy, I think you hit on something really interesting there, that there's obviously a, a huge interest in the PE space in ASCs, building them, owning them, operating them. And obviously, uh, when you bring private equity into the equation, efficiency and profitability, you know, above all else, seems to um, seems to be the watchword. But what, what we're seeing from a a uh, surgeon level and an administrator level and a and even a the billing office level, the efficiency has to be driven by technology. It isn't something that you can wish and hope for and just get, right? A hundred percent. And you're exactly right. PE is is heavily involved in in healthcare. In fact, if you look at private equity as a whole, the two segments that they are most after right now is um, healthcare services and software. And so these are two segments that we plan at DocBuddy 
And we're very excited about it. We're passionate about healthcare. We're, we're passionate about patient care and, and helping providers and care teams really streamline these workflows and creating efficiency all across healthcare at, at every level. And the ASC is, is a central component of that because surgery in general is, is, is a big profit center uh, for healthcare. And obviously taking that cost out um, and that pain of that workflow, if we can, if we can help these patients get to the, to the ASC, the technology, the innovation, and even just time um, in healthcare before they're discharged uh, is, is much faster. Um, and so I think private equity right now, what they're, what they're wanting is they're wanting that operational efficiency, but I think what they're, they're seeing is surgery is a large profit center, but I think there's so much potential in creating efficiency in these investments that are being made by these private equity groups. Well, sure. And I, I want to tie our, I want to tie our OpNote solution to this just a little bit, uh, give it a little bit of an origin story. And if you've listened to any of the Doc Buddy Journal and even the last episode we recorded together, you would have heard us talk about going from paper film to digital. And while surgery is absolutely a profit center <clears throat> for these facilities, uh, you know, there's, there's a bit of a production line that goes into it from the actual performance of the procedure, you know, uh, under the surgeon's care, to then getting the documentation right, and then most importantly for the ASC, let me rephrase that, not most important, the patient outcome is what we hear is most important from our ASC administrators and surgeons. But you don't get to remain an open and ongoing concern if you're not turning a profit. So then being able to bill for that claim uh, being secondary to the excellent patient outcomes that you provide is, is mission critical. So how do you make that assembly line faster? Yeah, Eric, you, you make a really good point. OpNote is, is such a, a central piece to what we're doing. And, and before even just peeling that back in terms of the value that it brings to the ASC and everyone involved there, I want to give a, a big picture view. Um, as many of you know, I'm a, I'm a bird's eye view. I'm a big picture guy. And it all started really on the Doc Buddy side. Our whole mission and purpose has always been about time. Uh, we know that time equals everything, uh, personally and professionally. And when we got our start, uh, our philosophy was very simple. We, we wanted to empower healthcare stakeholders to access data, uh, to create or document data, and then also move that data to its uh, to its end destination um, and, and do all of that, access, create, and move that data all at the point of care. And so what we've done here, not just on the clinic side, but now you know, taking call in the hospital, but in the ASC world, it's so crucial because unfortunately, the ASC has been left out of the High Tech Act that's, that's really been playing out here over the last 13, 14 years since 09, I believe, was the, was the year. Um, where clinics and hospitals were incentivized to go to an e-record and the ASC was left out of that. And so there's really big opportunity to, to really bring uh, an electronic health record into the ASC uh, to enable administrators to have data to run the business and to run the surgery center. But looking at big picture, our whole mission and purpose and what we did when we set out to empower stakeholders, starting with providers, nurses, staff, 
support teams, administrators to access, create, and move data all at the point of care. And to make sure that data ended up where it's supposed to go, um, our purpose was to take the pain and cost out of the broken workflows um, in healthcare. The ASC really being a central component of that now, and so many patients and all these procedures are happening in the outpatient world in the ASC. And so as I circle back to what I said originally, even just talking about the Becker's article yesterday, it's all about cost and efficiency with those players that are involved, patient, provider, and payer. And so you look at OpNote, and I, I see OpNote as the, the tip of the spear, if you will, or the catalyst to everything that happens clinically and then financially uh, from the time the patient is done with surgery. And so right now what's happening is it, it is a very cumbersome process because it's paper driven. It's not real time. They're using labor to create data, um, actually to, to access data, to create it and to move it. And so with that, uh, we want to empower the provider who is accessing and creating this data and to enable them to do it in real time. So what we've done with OpNote um, is we wanted to create a whole system for the entire supply chain from the provider all the way to the payer. And so, and it affects the, that whole supply chain and it really streamlines that process. And the surgery center, obviously they need to be paid and they need to be reimbursed. So uh, we're seeing in the market in real time right now, uh, multiple facilities that are using our OpNote solution, um, really just they're blown away at, at being able to bill within, say, 90 minutes of the surgery uh, being done, whereas sometimes it's taking weeks, if not longer, to get that full op note with images and everything that goes along with that to back to the payer so that the ASC can be reimbursed from a facility standpoint, but then also to the provider uh, on the surgeon side. And so uh, we're excited about being able to take a, a solution that can be so impactful in that supply chain uh, that's very cumbersome right now. Oh, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the key word, cumbersome. You, you mentioned the uh, the High Tech Act, the part of ARRA 2009. So you, you nailed the date. <clears throat> um, while those electronic health records were uh, designed with all the best intents in mind, you end up being encumbered by all of the data collection and all of the data capture needed, you know, to play in that meaningful use world. So I think ASCs are going to have a difficult time going to uh, an, an e-record system because they're not necessarily incentivized like they were on the clinic and hospital side. And so these providers sit on the board of these ASCs, they're vested shareholders. And, and so until the government really um, incentivizes them, and lures them to, to really move that, um, their system to more of an electronic platform, um, it's going to be difficult for them to, to take the, the plunge into that. And it's, it's also expensive. Uh, where OpNote comes in, it's that, it's that small bite-sized digital record that's such a crucial part uh, to them. And so that's what we're excited about. It's very simple. Implementation is easy. Training is, is, uh, is super turnkey for the provider. I've heard uh, some of our implementation team share that for the providers who are fairly tech savvy, it's a matter of minutes. Here's where you log in and they're off and running and the others that are maybe a little more uh, a little more analog or a little more old school, they take about 15 minutes to get up to speed. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, what, what we saw even just um, in the last three days, uh, we had a pilot, uh, a group of providers in New York at a particular surgery center, and there were six pilot providers, typically by about the second note, uh, they were off and running. It's just like riding a bike for them because providers, what they want to do post-surgery is just dictate the objective data and then also the subjective data or the color of the surgery uh, from their perspective. And their words are are obviously more accurate than any other because they're the surgeon and they're the ones that perform the surgery. There you go. And then turning turning our attention to cardiology, you, you mentioned cardio and the flow of procedures from inpatient to outpatient for cardiologists. Uh, this is uh, the, the second of our two headlines that were of interest to DocBuddy this week. And this is uh, a different Becker's article. Uh, private equity is driving cases to ASCs and cardiology could be primed for growth. Just share a short passage here and we'll get um, we'll get some thoughts and words words of wisdom from you, Andy. Uh, the article uh, goes on to say cardiology procedures received the highest estimated Medicare payment increases in 2021, making it the fastest growing ASC specialty. Um, and a 2020 Bain and Company report projected that by the mid 20s, 33% of cardiology procedures will be performed in ASCs, a nearly 25% increase from 2018. So obviously, cardiologists, no stranger to surgeries and very high stakes surgeries, might I add. Uh, but for those that are going to be um, working their magic in the ASC for the first time or at a more increased rate, you know, what kind of words of wisdom would you have uh, for those cardiologists new to the space? No, you, uh, you hit on a really great point, Eric. I think it's awesome that cardiologists are now entering into the space. It's great to see all these modalities taking advantage of the ASC and just the, the, the technology that's available. Um, you know, ultimately the, um, the, the cost and efficiency that the ASC is trying to, um, trying to drive. And we want to be a big part of that. You know, from a, from a cardiology standpoint, I think big picture, uh, my words of wisdom as they approach the ASC, um, as I mentioned, there was 10 procedures that were taken off the inpatient only list and, and cardiology being the biggest culprit, as you mentioned, Eric. Um, but I think if you were to look at any type of ASC group or a particular location, I think trying to target standardization of technology, um, not just in the ASC, but also in the clinics that are, that are customers to that ASC is really key. Number two, figuring out how to leverage real-time op note rev cycle, um, having that real-time data, being able to really streamline those workflows, I think is important for a card for a cardiologist to look at. And then last but not least, and it really hits on some of the headwinds that we are, that we're seeing right now with just the cost and shortage of labor. Um, it's really a cost of everything, but then the paper workflows is really causing that pain that is um, really the culprit of seeing nursing and staff shortages because they really got into healthcare because they want to treat patients. They don't want to necessarily treat technology or the lack of technology. So I think leadership and staffing tenure at these ASCs. So really big picture, standardization of technology, uh, real-time op note or real-time data accessibility, um, and then ultimately the leadership and staffing tenure uh, at these ASCs is really important for a cardiologist to consider uh, as they 
as they look to join a new ASC? That and I would I would suggest even one additional thing for them that growing bodies, growing headcount at a problem doesn't actually solve it. It's it really is only technology that can solve some of these issues. Oh, 100 percent, Eric. And you know what excites me so much is looking at how much payers can save sending patients to the ASC. Um, it's in the article yesterday by Beckers, it said that payers can actually reduce surgical costs by 60% directing patients from hospitals to ASCs. And actually the, the reason why that excites me so much is, is that ASCs are not efficient yet. They have not leveraged technology that's available. And so think about how much payers can now um, can save as these ASCs become even more efficient. Um, and so um, th this is going to be passed down to the patient ultimately, and every party involved, patient provider and payer, is going to have a, a much better experience. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that is exciting that we're not even seeing efficiency you know, built in with technology just yet. So, you know, Eric, you, you make a, a great point when it comes to um, the way things have always been done in the ASC and a lot of times in healthcare is in the creation, um, in the accessibility, in the creation and the movement of data in healthcare. Um, that's the, the backbone of, of how we treat patients and obviously uh, make claims and, and folks get paid and, and, and so forth. It is, it is no longer, um, we no longer have the ability to basically use labor to, to do those three things. And in the ASC, uh, we're at a tipping point. Uh, we're at a tipping point of nursing shortage, of staff support care teams um, not being able to handle the cumbersome and workflow processes that exist today. And we're at a point where these ASCs have to upgrade to technology. We've even had leaders in the industry, large management companies come to us and say, we're at a point where we have to invest in technology. And um, we're excited to see that because we know that that is only going to help every part of healthcare, uh, especially in the ASC space that we impact um, very favorably. Yeah, it's, it's no surprise to hear. I mean, healthcare has traditionally lagged way behind in the adoption of technology, but it seems like the ASC space, you know, a combination of these market forces with the COVID, uh, with the pandemic, the lack of labor, um, and just knowing the PE firms that are sort of investing and driving these changes, there have, there just has to be results and technology is how you achieve them. It's just plain and simple. hundred percent. And I go by a couple different examples when I see just the comparison going from inpatient to outpatient. Uh, before DocBuddy, I spent a long, uh, you know, over a decade in surgery. And I remember seeing a lot of orthopedic procedures, total knees, total hips done in the hospital. And I looked at orthopedics and then also another uh, segment that is heavily prevalent in the ASC now is GI. You take a total knee in the hospital, it's about $40,000 procedure. And in the ASC, it's $20,000. Uh, you take a gallbladder in the hospital and it's $12,000 uh, for the patient. And in the hospital, in the, um, in the ASC, it's actually $2,000. So drastic difference. And everyone's being affected positively in terms of taking that cost out of healthcare and ultimately 
um, providing a better uh, experience for everyone involved. Yeah, procedures at the ASC is one of those very rare occurrences in life where everybody concerned comes out ahead. Yes, 100%. And we love the win-win. Uh, we're excited to, to partner with, uh, with many ASCs and administrators in, in helping bring uh, a digital world uh, to the ASC. And it's going to take time, uh, but we're, uh, we're ready uh, to take on the challenge and, and to approach it one step at a time. That's just it. We're taking you from paper film to digital. Yes, we are. And it's, uh, it's happening right now. We're seeing the tip of the iceberg and excited to see um, everyone that we're affecting uh, from the provider all the way uh, to the supply chain in the ASC, all the way to the payer, and then actually um, even back to the clinic. Uh, example that, that I saw this week um, that was really telling was the ability to document the op note um, and to sign off really right at the point of care, literally five minutes after they unscrub from surgery. And when they signed off, that, that op note actually was sent to their clinic EMR. And then we visited their practice managers uh, of these particular pilot surgeons, and they couldn't believe that the op note, the op report was signed and done and was actually in their clinical system to bill for the surgeon fee. Uh, the day of surgery. And so uh, it was It was so great to see their face. It was like the, the process that we saw when digital film became a reality for us, all of us, and we quit going to Mike's camera and now we can actually see digital film on our phones. Um, or, you know, I guess if you want to take another example, uh, when we stopped going to a Redbox or to a Blockbuster store to get a movie and we could actually watch a movie from our TV, at, you know, right, right on demand or, or our smartphone. Um, so Blockbuster to Netflix was a, is, was a big uh, dynamic shift in our world uh, as well as consumers. And we want to do the same thing uh, in the ASC world. This is a little off topic, Andy, but do you remember the first time you watched a DVD? I, I do. And I remember finishing the movie. It was a, some James Bond movie. My first thought was, how do I rewind this? <laughs> well, I'm I'm older than you, Eric. So I, I remember when I when I watched VHS movies. So that was uh, the, the 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 shift from VHS to DVDs to now you know everything being software and cloud based um, is is just a is a crazy dynamic for all of us as consumers, and uh, we're seeing this same thing, this whole um, analog or paper world. Um, becoming digital here over the next three to five years uh, in healthcare in general, uh, but specifically at ASC. Well, and you've heard Andy mention a couple of times that we had, he was visiting some pilot users in New York. You too can be a pilot user of OpNote or one of DocBuddy's other solutions by visiting docbuddy.com and requesting the start of your free 15-day trial. Uh, we would love to set that up for you. Seeing really is believing, and the example Andy gave of the completed, approved op report being digitally sent to the clinic's EHR, that's like Christmas morning, and we'd love to do the same for you. Andy, any other thoughts before we put a bow on this one? No, thanks, Eric, for, for having me on. Uh, it's a pleasure and uh, really excited to, to connect with many of the administrators uh, where we can bring value to, to what you're working on on a daily basis. So look forward to, to talking with many of you.
That's great. Well, on behalf of Andy and the rest of the Doc Buddy team, this is your host of the Doc Buddy Journal, Eric. Catch you next time. Thanks, Eric. Take care.